0: All right, folks, here we go from Las Vegas. It's Sports Insider Radio. Inviting you to check sportsinsiderradio.com. And the number is 800-209-1679. Glad to be with you here, as is always the case, on a Wednesday. And there's plenty on the docket, lots to discuss. And, oh, by the way... Here in Las Vegas, everybody's got their broom out as the Golden Knights swept the Kings last night, so people have a real bounce in their step today. We've got the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, the Kentucky Derby's right around the corner. Hey, the NFL drafts next week. That's even offered on the wagering board. We've got a lot to discuss in the next hour. Glad to be with you. And as is always our custom, we welcome aboard John and Mike. Heading back to Baltimore to talk to the boys, and it's good to have John back in the fray. Hello, John. Welcome home. Hey, thank you. I was trying to locate Mike. He's driving around somewhere.
1: The weather is beautiful in Baltimore, and for some reason, he can't answer. We're going to remotely get him in on the same so we'll attempt that. Uh, if he responds back to me, but either way, I think you can handle your bantering with me I, for an hour. Can't you? worst most,
0: case scenario? I most assuredly can. I will tell you, your phone connection is not the best, so it's yeah, not the best. You might want to like you know stand in a certain corner of the room and staple your feet to the floor in the good spot uh I'm, I'm i'm working on it how about now yeah, a little better you, uh, you you were out and about and gone for a while but uh back and coming back with a lot on the plate uh you, you had a good trip i did i had a great trip i was in the middle east and the, like i said the games were starting at
1: 3 a.m for the nba or seven o'clock start on the east coast or four o'clock start on the west coast they were starting on the they were starting uh three in the morning so half times were basically out of out of the question let's put it that way
0: yeah uh, but and you're you're accustomed to that though when uh, uh you come out here and all of a sudden you, you realize we got breakfast sporting events and uh you know the time change is never a thing for you yeah
1: absolutely it, obviously three hours is much different than almost nine but yeah i mean it was a good experience i had, some business I had to accomplish out there got it done um but I will tell you that since I've been back, I've been knee deep in the MLB. And again, NBA playoffs are what it is. But I go back to the 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 hardcore player that's looking at street-throw betting as a business, is concentrating on hockey and they're concentrating on on the uh, MLB. And as you know, I love dogs, and I got to tell you, and you know, I'm not bragging, but I did sweep yes, last night yeah. the NHL, uh, NHL playoffs because yeah. they, all the dogs won.
0: And you, but listen, also you were on uh, yesterday. Uh, did you get that winner? Didn't you get a dog winner? In Colorado, Colorado yes, Rockies. Did. I gave it
1: out absolutely free. Yes, they won you two did. nothing. Yes, you um, did. and what, what what is amazing, and we can get into this. You know, I got all the stats in front of me. Is that literally there's an assumption by sports betters and fans alike, and I want. I'm curious, since we have the platform, we have the time to talk about it on the home team edge in a baseball game. You know, I live in Baltimore. They could be the last in their division. But people go down there as a form of entertainment, so they always have the crowd behind them. Now, you are in... I know you're from Buffalo originally, but you're in Vegas, and obviously there's not a baseball team. Um, But you've been to baseball games, I'm sure. What do you think? Do you think there's an implicit edge on the home team versus the road team in baseball? No, only that you get the last at bat. (laughs) That would be it. Right, but I'm saying it's not like the 12th man thing. I don't think the the crowd yelling and screaming is going you know, it to, do, it doesn't, it's not the pump like no, a three-point shot at the buzzer, I, I think it's I mean?
0: more, like you said, it's more intangible stuff, getting the last at bat, maybe defensively outfielders, knowing nooks and crannies, playing playing balls off the wall, you know, just being familiar maybe with your own field. But I, I, I would say, uh, and I think you're. this is where you're getting to, is uh, that of all the sports, uh, you know, the the home field advantage per se would be I think the least of of any sport.
1: Right. You know, you look at that yesterday in the hockey. I, I did go three and zero. I have a, a source. You're one of my sources, obviously, but I have a guy that in Canada, you know, is actually, you know loves hockey as a, and he's not a better. You wind up getting a lot of good information like that because he's, he's not skewed on trying to make a, make a profit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, you know, but I will tell you, I said to you yesterday, you know, I will say this, I gave out Colorado as a free winner, but I also said, if you play back the tape, anytime you can get the golden Knights as a dog, take them. So in essence, I was giving you the golden Knights also um, because they were a dog. So, you have, you know, Winnipeg was a small favorite, but the thing was back to home team advantage. It's not that all the dogs covered in the NHL playoffs yesterday, it's that all the road teams won. Washington on the road, Winnipeg on the road, Vegas on the road. And that goes back to even in those playoff scenarios, much more. I mean, let's do talk about hockey. Do you think that home team has an advantage and it was just one of those fluke nights or what?
0: Oh I do think there is a home uh, definitely a home ice advantage uh in hockey. Uh I, I I do believe uh maybe the playoffs are a different animal in that over the course of a seven game series uh for some teams I, I think we saw that with Columbus. Uh we saw it with San Jose. Uh for some teams starting on the road uh, is a good thing because you can put all the pressure on the other team and get greedy um you know with hockey um as is always the case you know the goaltender can be the great equalizer someone can massively outplay you but if you've got the guy between the pipes that can let you hang around and then do your thing um you know the goaltender can minimize the home ice advantage
1: yeah but you know when again when you look at a team like Vegas that's 54 and 31 on the season after last night straight up and they and they're playing Los Angeles who's now 45 and 40 it is compelling to me that they would be an underdog. Maybe pick them, but to be an underdog twice and now they're 4-0, and it, it, it's mind-boggling to me. How, how do you justify making them a
0: dog? Oh, I, no, I, I think that, listen, um, Vegas won those games, but they were all one-goal games. Um, you know, right? The Kings are not a bad team. We've seen by any stretch of the imagination. We've seen eight eight seeds win the Stanley Cup, um, so you know, home ice advantage is is clearly worth worth thirty cents. And frankly, the number uh, on that series, there was a difference in that the last time Vegas had played LA uh, in the regular season, they were a dollar seventy favorite for game one. They were a dollar thirty, dollar thirty five. So the playoffs are a different animal. I no, I I think I, I mean I, the the result notwithstanding, I I I think you had to make you know, LA a slight favorite at home. I mean I, that's. Um, that, that that was more than reasonable. I mean, and and frankly, L.A. in the first period, uh, you know, Mark Andre Fleury stood on his head, kept them in the game, and you almost you knew kind of after the first period when L.A. expended so much energy and couldn't beat them that Vegas was was probably going to get it because their 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 M.O. is to wear you down with four lines. But you know, from a number perspective, and the uh, listen, the other the other thing that you have to take into account, and these are things that we talk about all the time, and now's the time of year john that this is going to pop into the equation we see it at the end of football season uh you know, you'll even see it you know college basketball maybe in march madness there is so much so much liability on the golden knights from a future perspective from all the books that you will find spots where they're just try- they're begging for money on the other side
1: right and and you know and and when i what i'll say is this is what i tell all people if you're listening this time of year you're you know you're a football better. Um, but I will tell you, like, you know, I was just about the Tottenham game. Um, Manchester United is in a, a big game this afternoon at 11.45, your time in the Premier League. We're starting to, you know, points matter. The last game, Man U played on the weekend, and this is things people don't understand, is there's good edges on certain games, especially in soccer this time of the year, where certain teams don't even need to win to advance. And so, you know, when you have scenarios where you can take advantage of all these different things, instead of being one-dimensional, you can make a lot more money than if you're just relying on one sport. I think Mike's texting me; he's available.
0: Can you hold on one second, Brian? Ah, uh, we can certainly do that. We'll give all it. Right, old, you'll give it the old college try. It's Sports Insider Radio, and you can check the website sportsinsiderradio.com. Number to call is eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine. Uh, and at this time of year, there, it's funny. I mean, the NFL draft's coming up next week. Uh, even that is offered on the wagering board. In fact, started doing homework on that, and uh, it's going to be a wonderful event. In fact, we're doing a big event, if you happen to be in Las Vegas, next week. It's our annual NFL draft party. We'll be out at Sunset Station in Club Madrid, uh, which is a spectacular event. But the thing that makes it uh, even more unique now are the offerings that are on the wagering board, you know, for the NFL draft? Uh, it's amazing, right? In this day and age, with the technology and all the things that are available in the uh, and the apps, guys, uh, you know, it's like having the sports book at your fingertips. Yeah, Saquon
1: absolutely. And, and Mike is Mike is obsessed with the NFL, so I'll let Mike uh, pick up on that.
0: What are the odds right now, Brian, on Saquon Barkley going number one overall? I don't know. I, I've not seen that per se. There is a head-to-head matchup, though, where uh, well, it, you'll you'll like this one. Saquon Barkley. This, this is offered over at the uh, Westgate on, at the Superbook. Saquon Barkley is offered at uh, like plus a dollar seventy in a head-to-head matchup. Who will be drafted higher? Uh, and it was him and Josh Rosen. I I mean I if if Rosen were one to drop uh you know the quarterback could go at 4 uh or Rosen could drop they they're telling you it's Rosen but one of the you know Mike we watch this every year one of these quarterbacks is going to drop it just happens all the time well,
2: There's a few good ones out there um I don't think Josh Rosen is the best prospect he's got the most upside but in generally with you know with quarterbacks it's hit or miss in the first round we've seen it year after year um, but, it's, you know, a few teams are going to take a shot because that's the key. They want that franchise quarterback. They want to be able to build for the future. And But, like I said, the, the sure thing, I've never seen a better, talented player, more athletic, strong, and has that football sense with Saquon. I mean, he's insane.
0: Oh, an incredible player. The question is how high – you know it it's almost the position you know we saw Elliott kind of maybe buck that trend and go high with the cowboys and and honestly when they picked him was, that's crazy you went too high with the running back and obviously he was you know he was a massive player for the cowboys but but the amazing thing is i, I just maybe to the broader discussion here on Sports Insider Radio with the outside-the-box thinking. It's just the kind of things that are offered on the board. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at 20 props. Was, you know, over-under Bama players, over-under Georgia players, over-under eight SEC players, Big Ten players selected in the first round, offense versus defensive players in the first round. Um, you know, over-under by position, Mike, over-under running backs, over one-and-a-half minus a dollar sixty in the first round. Um, if you're a draft, Nick, and do your homework, uh, you might be able to find a little edge. I mean, you're
2: looking for the draft. I'm just looking for some winning horses so I can go down to Pimlico and you could take care of me. Because the last couple of years have been terrible. Lost all my money at the track. I just hope you could give me a
0: winning horse. Well the you know, the story there the story there right john is money management not 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 so much. It was like yeah let's just throw it all in on the first race
1: exactly but you know sometimes they you know sometimes we have a saying in in all walks of life do as i say not as i do uh,
0: well the problem was uh, it's funny because that story, when, when you went in there, uh, you took him down there and you left him to his own devices. The next time you go to the track. Well, I double parked outside. I know. So I the next like, time, you got to yeah. go walking in. you got to have a bungee cord attached to him. You put him on a leash.
1: Exactly. And, you know, so the <laughs> thing is, the horses are great. It's fun. But, you know, a lot of people, again, that's a all-year-long money-making opportunity, but a lot of people don't take advantage of it because it's not a – what I like to call "bet it and forget it." It's you know, it's just it requires. I see the work that you do when I'm with you in Vegas. You're constantly researching, constantly analyzing. And obviously, things move at a at a flying pace. I mean, literally, you know, it's one race you analyze it,
0: and like you said, a minute later, you got to get into the next race. Uh, then no, you know? no no doubt about it. But but the the interesting thing though, I mean, you know, we're having a couple chuckles here. But let's just cut to the chase with the Kentucky Derby coming up. And there are people that don't look cross-eyed uh, at horse racing for 364 days of the year. But there's that luster and allure uh, to the Kentucky Derby where everybody kind of stops for those two minutes on the first Saturday of May and they'll watch the Kentucky Derby.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. And as you know, I usually notice that the the, the races run later in the afternoon, so you have time to build up those pools. You know, the infields out partying, drinking at all these different racetracks. Uh, you know, Baltimore being one of them here, that's their hurrah every year, obviously. At the um, But again, you know, this time of year, I-, I will say early in the baseball season, you know, I you know I- Mike has this total system, and he's not going to give it away on the air, but it was like 17-5 going into Sunday of last week. Um, if you have a credit card, Brian, I'm sure he'll share it with you. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but, you know what happens is when you give out 17 and five to clients then the clients say, well, what about the sides? Because inevitably they claim that they want to make money, but what they really want to do is they want to root for the outcome of a game because in sports by nature, it's competitive and you're, you're looking for a winner. Well, the totals you talk about it all the time. You love totals in football. You love totals in basketball. Mike has been working this total system um, in, in, in baseball. And you would think, like I said, there would be a lot of positive uh, feelings about it, and there there are. Nobody's upset when they go seventeen and five. But you you know, well, who do you think? Like I, he had a client last night that literally texted him and said, uh, "What do you think about the White Sox getting one and a half?" After he sent them all the totals, like that's <laughs> out of left field. Like, who cares about that game?
0: No, I, I know, and I, and I, and, I to... and I get that premise. In in in, in gen- generally speaking, just from the the totals aspect and you know be it right or wrong and everybody's got their strengths and their weaknesses uh, just philosophically I would say you know the odds makers do such a good job in, in terms of whatever the spread is regardless of the sport that the sides more i mean there'll be situations where you say, no no that I, there's a spot there. you, 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 with confidence you, you would jump in with a side but but the reality of it is the the majority of your handicapping is based on who the teams are and how they match up and the one thing that would be a constant is that if you're more often than not going to be right on the side you play it's going to be a function of how the game was played and the pace of of the game to the point where, it, 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 to me, it's almost the safer play that it, it, you would get more winners on the total. Uh, you know, if a backdoor cover came in, in in beach and you go, "Oh man, did that hurt?" But but the game was played the way you thought it was. But the total actually hit. So that that's kind of my thought process in that regard. So it's SportsInsiderRadio.com. And we're going to step aside. We're going to come back to Las Vegas. We uh, invite you to check out uh, the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. And the number to call is 1 800 209 1679. Always glad to be with you on a Wednesday in Las Vegas. We've got John and Mike It's sportsinsiderradio.com. We'll be back in a moment. Love hockey and pizza? Now being a Vegas hockey fan pays off at Dom DeMarco's Pizzeria and Bar at 9785 West Charleston near Walapai on game day. Wear any Golden Knights gear, a hat, a t-shirt, a sweater, and you'll get 15% off your bill at Dom DeMarco's. All the games are on 10 TVs with sound too. Great pizza, pasta, salads, and Italian food are the order of the day. Dom DeMarco's has a beautiful outdoor patio. And incredible happy hour specials from two to six p.m. All beers, well drinks, and wine by the glass are half price. And from two to four p.m. it's the midday pizza extravaganza. All pizza and bottles of wine are half price too. For a phenomenal dining experience, swing by Dom DeMarco's Pizzeria and Bar, ninety-seven eighty-five West Charleston near Walla And on game day, don't forget wear your Vegas hockey gear, and you'll get fifteen percent off your entire bill at Dom DeMarco's. Pizzeria and Bar.
3: Hi, I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. I grew up playing hockey, and I've been a lifelong fan of the NHL. To win in hockey, you have to be aggressive, you have to work hard, and you have to have a great team. And it's no different when I'm representing my clients in their personal injury cases. My team and I work hard to get you the maximum settlement as quickly as possible, because winning is everything. If you've been injured in an accident, ask attorney Adam Kuttner. 702-382-0000. That's 382-0000. 1-800-209-1679 Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com, where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves, and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to OddsXFactor.com Com. Call now. Call free. All
0: right, folks, back with you. Sports Insider Radio. Check out SportsInsiderRadio.com, and you can get hold of the gang. 800-209-1679. Uh, you know, here on a Wednesday, we've got day baseball. A lot of day baseball uh, on a Wednesday, which is unique. Colorado's 1-0 over Pittsburgh in the third inning. Uh, the boys, Baltimore's Orioles scoreless in the top of the second with Detroit and no runs on the board yet in the second. Texas and Tampa Bay bringing John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com back into the fray day baseball right i mean at this time of year with with the baseball we get action morning noon and night
3: yeah
1: i mean it, obviously you do here it's actually unseasonably cold since i've been returned from the middle east it's like the dead of winter here um so i wonder what the uh, turnout is on these uh on these day games depending upon what part of the country in detroit can't be any warmer than baltimore let's put it that way
0: but, I mean, like you said, it, 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 you've got soccer in the day. It, it's just it, it's a 24-hour thing, and you always say you're worldwide. I mean, uh, you, you know, you, and you've got clients in far, far, far away places, too. Yeah,
1: I mean, I have clients as far as Australia, Europe, Korea. I mean, you name it. You know, we we're, like I said, this uh, Manchester United-Bournemouth mashups uh, starts at 11.45 your time. Do I know if I said Bournemouth correctly? I have no idea. I'll have to research that. <laughs> could be Bournemouth, could be Bournemouth, could be Bournemouth could be vermouth who knows but i will say this um baseball and like i said mike has been nailing it with his, this this uh, system. When we got a you know it's live radio technical glitches happen um but what i will also say is you know me gave out the vegas gold knights yesterday on the air gave out colorado yesterday on the air colorado's winning again and that goes back to my don't stand in front of the uh the, the streak and first of all when you look at some of these teams like It is amazing the difference between cash performance on the money line at home versus away. And so, for instance, one of the teams that sticks out, and this is where people, when they're handicapping, I would say you want to – well, first of all, you shouldn't handicap, Brian. You should just be calling us. But if you're going to do your handicapping, you should know the performance of that team. Maybe they're more motivated when they're on the road and they're traveling. Maybe it's more excited – Maybe they don't have to deal with the daily uh, duties of family when they're playing at home. You know, these a lot of these guys are family men. They got to deal with, when they're at home. It's I gotta admit, it's probably more different than when they're away. So you look at a team like Pittsburgh. They're eleven and six straight up. If you've bet them every time they're at home, you're down eighty dollars. The same team. On the away money, you're plus $495. So what you're seeing is these divisions early in the season between home and away. Some teams travel better. Some teams are performing much, at a much higher rate as an underdog than a favorite. Yesterday was a scenario where I had Boston as one of my selections for my private members. you got a team... Now, this is the thing, Brian. Sometimes you just have to say, you got a team that's 12 and whatever they were, 11 and 2, and they've been a favorite, literally ninety percent of their games. Fourteen and two, excuse me. Now today, they've been a favorite ninety percent of their games. Their favorite as is a, is a, is a, their record as a favorite is twelve and two. As a dog, they were one and zero yesterday, and they're going to get money on the West Coast. And you're, you're a believer of you know East Coast West Coast. I'm a believer in teams that are hot. Now Angels are also hot, but I'm
0: always going to take the dog money in that situation. But. I think to your point, uh, specific to the Angels, they lost yesterday 10-1. Yet, their run differentials, plus 39, uh, they are hitting the cover off the baseball. They got a buzz about them with Otani, and part of that yesterday, Otani uh, got a blister and came out of the game. And once he was out of the game, obviously, there was a big edge to Boston. But I think to your point, you look at the Angels with a 13-4 and record, but they're four and three at home, where you're making the cake with these guys, and you're probably get you were getting a plus price out of the gate. They were nine and one on the road. Well, and
2: specifically with the yesterday's performance, you know, I, you know, I'll come out on the say it. I had, uh, I had the under in the Angels, and I also had the under in the first five. But because of that scenario, which I can't control, with him getting that blister, yep, I ended up losing both of them. So that's the, you know. Unfortunately, that's the factor I can't control with the luck factor where a key pitcher that's been great all year goes out very early and then it's just basically a free-for-all. So it's, it just makes it even clearer. You can't just bet on a starting pitcher for the entire game. you got to do the first five because he's not going to be in there in the last four or five innings, and then you have no idea what type of rotation is going to be this.
0: Well, and, and that's true. And you know, the other thing I would say, John, you know especially with baseball as guys are trending out and all of a sudden like right now I mean you would look at and I would just look for maybe things to change and maybe they're just that horrific that they won't change um but the adjustments will be made, but all of a sudden it's like getting on board a streak early on I mean you look at the Reds who are three and fourteen I mean they've only scored fifty four runs I mean they they can't get it out of the infield, but all of a sudden if you see in a week or two. All of a sudden, the red start scoring four or five, you know, if they get on a little tear where all of a sudden, the, uh, collectively, several guys start hitting the ball good, you're going to have these massively deflated totals because of the big picture, but the current form aspect of it when it changes, uh, and, and that's just a team, you're trying to find those spots where, hey, I'm going to go the other way before the adjustment's made, and that's where this adds up over the course of time.
2: Well, going forth, I mean, you're right literally on all levels, but it's it's hard for just a standard player that just looking for action on the board and is just seeing win-loss records and he's just basically playing starting pitchers throughout the season, he will get murdered. But if you really buy into the stuff that we try to educate you with week after week and literally call our office and subscribe and be able to follow us and get one-on-one money management every day – that's where you could beat
0: the system. All right. It's Sports Insider Radio, and you can check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. And, fellas, uh, the NBA playoffs uh, are off and running. There have been some surprising results, uh, and we'll see how this shakes out through the remainder of the first round. But you guys are always big proponents of in-progress wagering, oh. halftime wagering. And, uh, but when you watch the, the same teams play in a series back-to-back, you start to find those opportunities.
1: Well, and Mike, for instance, you know, he has a source that gave him the Miami uh, uh, plus seven the other day against. What was that? What was that winning streak? That I get the that
2: 76ers game? Monday yeah. night.
1: And what was that? It was a seventeen game winning streak or something?
2: Right, that's correct. Yeah,
1: you know, and you should have seen the amount of people calling back the office because they want confirmation. You know, it's funny we do radio, and I tell people, you know, it's not sports talk radio. When you're subscribing, we could talk about every game and make a case for one side or the other but you know there is something to be said for getting points one thing about baseball and hockey when you're if you're not going to play the run lines you're going to pick the outright winner so you know i'm not saying that i didn't think philadelphia was going to win the game but we knew that it was an overlay seven points was too much because of that seventeen game winning streak and so when you get that bonus where you're actually inflating a team this is still the playoffs it's still the nhl playoffs it's still the nba playoffs So your opponent is still a good opponent, or he wouldn't be in the playoffs anyway. And that's the thing that people lose sight of when they start looking at these streaks. And you know, you look at, for instance, tonight, um, the Rockets are laying ten. You know, I don't know about laying ten in any playoff game.
0: I no, I'm with you, and and and, um, I, I think the one thing that we did see in that one game in particular. Uh, I, I would just look at that and say Minnesota, Houston, Minnesota game a real tussle in the first game. Well, they they, they they threw their I think threw their best shot. Now Houston knows uh, what Minnesota does well. Houston was a really good team. So you come back with game two, you know, and that and that side is ten and a half points. Could it be too high? Well, you know, you said the same thing with Toronto and Washington and Toronto. Stepped on their neck before Washington came back, and then the air was out of the balloon at the tail end of the game. But the thing, Mike, I would say, you you look at this. Uh, if if Houston's going to, and, and back to what we were talking about from a total perspective, if Houston uh, at laying that ten and a half plays a better basketball game, and they make their adjustments because they're the better basketball team. They're a team that dictates the pace, and you've seen the total go from two twelve and a half to two fourteen, two fourteen and a half, and sometimes that money is almost pointing you in a direction to to the side as well. I think it's they're trying to tell you here they're expecting a better effort from Houston, who will dictate the pace. Well, and specifically with um,
2: the Houston matchup and with that game in particular. Houston shot the ball terribly from threes. They're one of the best three point shooting teams in the league. If you actually watch the game, they missed a lot of threes early, so they weren't able to take those big leads that they're accustomed to. Is Minnesota going to be able to shut them down two games in a row? Again, it's not just that that's such a big number, but you can get more value on the total because if you saw the game played out and the pace of play, and you know game two is going to be different because, like you said, the coach now sees how Minnesota defends and they're gonna to try to beat them and with Mike D'Antoni's system, they run and gun and they're gonna shoot their threes regardless. So, you know, the key to this is is watching it, studying it, and then at halftime taking a shot if you know it hits the math model.
0: Well it in in another thing that you would take into account, you know, Houston, you know, plays great all year long. Then you get to Deanna right now, well let's let's kinda you know it it's like the, the squirrel uh, you know hiding hiding the nuts for the winter you know it's the end of the regular season Houston's like all right let's let's freshen up here and they lose their last regular season game 96-83 to Sacramento I mean th- this is a team now shaking the rust off and and, and ready to roll for the long haul. So even though that first game, boy, Minnesota gave them a real hard time. Well, now now Houston's got their legs underneath them. You know, game two could be, and I'm I'm not saying one way or the other, but there's maybe a reason that uh, Minnesota gave them a hard time. Uh, You know, a little element of rust creeps in, but now Houston's got that game under their belt. Uh, I think, you know, now it's going to be the determining factor. What are we really dealing with?
2: Well, and going into it, just go ahead. Go ahead, John. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just to, to touch up on that fact, uh, the, the key to this matchup is shooting threes and making threes because they're going to light it up. They're not going to stop shooting. And I, the key to this series is if Houston can continue to hit them, they're going to blow this team out. But um, Minnesota is just really good on defense. They they guard the perimeter really well, and they're taking away the one thing that makes Houston very dangerous so if Houston could overcome that and get the ball inside like they did to Capella time and time again they're going to win the game but again that big blowout number is based on them hitting a ton of threes so if Minnesota could continue to contain them just from a standpoint of not taking this play I would just take Minnesota getting the points because they're taking away that that big factor of the three which in turn will get them that 10 or 12 or 15 point win.
0: Right and John but is, I mean in, in... Not so much the specifics of the game; it's just kind of the thought process of you know there are things that happen that are between the lines. Uh, saying well, maybe they were resting guys. Uh, I'm just thinking outside the box. Well, listen, you know, Cleveland just lost by 18, and they're an eight point favorite for Game Two. You know, well <laughs> I mean, that goes back to that goes back to they're sucking the public
1: into playing Cleveland. I mean, the, basically. They're, you know, the whole they're going to still different than Houston, barely. They, Houston didn't cover, and they're still laying 10. But what I will say to you is, you know, you also got to look at news and how news can push people on the wagering side when they don't really understand why a line is made, how a line is made. For instance, I don't know if you saw that article that came out. It was, like, shot to my cell phone on a, two nights ago about Philadelphia. They, pra- they practiced, with, they created their own four-point line, you know, Philly has the four point line, not the three point line. Okay, and they're like they're like twenty nine. When they train, the reason why they win games is when they're on with their threes, they're going to overpower. And it, they basically don't shoot from a three point spot; they shoot from a four point spot. And if you can Google Philadelphia that, 76ers four point line, and you'll see an article it, on it. It was all over the news two That ahead.
0: makes great sense, doesn't? And when you th- when you think about it, that if uh, obviously in the game, you know, the coach would probably kill them for making taking that shot, but if the three is such a big component of what they do by practicing from further out... Practice, the three, they don't even shoot three; right. they shoot fours. Right, right. but in so, practice, if you're so, shooting from that far out, them shooting the three in the game is almost like a mid-range jump shot.
1: So the irony of that, Mike's on Miami with mm-hmm. his guys, uh, his source, and then they released this news, it was like all over... Everything Philly practices with a four-point line like thirty minutes before game time. All this late money came rushing in on Philly just because everybody, and then they lose the game outright by ten. Why? Because they were shooting threes and they were cold. So you know you have to take this stuff into account and understand that. I like to say, turn it off, let the line lead the way, and understand that you know this time of year, especially in the playoffs of any sport, NHL or uh, NBA, you're going to be a fan. You're going to have a lot of fan money involved in these matchups, as opposed to smart money. And where the real smart money is basically going to be in the baseball. That's so early in the season when you're talking about 17 games have already been played. For instance, I was talking. I was looking for. Uh, was running the numbers while we were, you know, while Mike was talking. And we were talking about uh, away versus home before Mike got on the air. Before when we originally started, would you believe that Texas Rangers now Texas? They're 7-12 straight up. If you had bet to win $100 on every game with the money line at home, you're down $529. But if you would bet every game away on Texas, the same games, you're up $504. You're literally, literally, you, there, you have to look at the fact that they're basically going to always be a dog 90% of the time. And that, that, therefore, this team might be a fifty percent team. They're winning right now, one nothing. Now they were a favorite this morning with Hamels against Feria, which I don't. It was the. Can you believe this is the first time they've been a favorite the entire season? Wow, really, really? You can check your. I don't make when it's stats. It's not me making up. Their record as a favorite right now this season is zero and zero. Their record as a dog this season is seven and twelve, and their record straight up win loss is seven and twelve. Good stuff. First time they've been a favorite the entire in seventeen games. So when you see something like that, you know they must be saying. And then Tampa Bay, it's it's the complete opposite. Yeah, they're last in their division. They're four and thirteen, but as an underdog. They're 1-7. in seven. They've won more games, obviously, as a favorite. So what I've been doing is doing micro. Where I'm, we're taking it to a whole nother level this baseball season. It's not only win-loss records, whether it's a dog or a favorite. It's now splitting that up to who performs better on the road versus who performs better at home. And if, you, if we're not going to give away all of our secrets because we want you to call and subscribe. But, you know, these are the things that go into it, not pitchers. You know, I'm, I'm a big per- negative I don't like to... People still want to handicap baseball games based on the pitcher. And my personal opinion is that's only valid if you're going to play the first five innings. Right.
0: I was just going to say that there's that there are many ways to you know get after it, and I know the first five innings is another thing.
1: And Mike's been getting after the first five innings because his totals are based on the pitcher, and he does a lot of first five innings. And he's been nailing the first five innings. And then, like you said, you know, he could have the under, for instance, in the first five innings, four and a half. It's one nothing, And the total's nine. And then all of a sudden, the game goes over for the game. But he still cashed his first five-inning game.
0: Sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Uh, with John and Mike. And uh, just soldiering on with hoops, hockey, horses, uh, baseball. And the soccer, and we always say this, uh, I know you're drooling, Mike, you're ready for the World Cup, but as John alluded to before, there are big soccer games that are going on basically every day, and there's, a big, there's big ones coming up right away.
2: Well, the Champions League hasn't finished, uh, which is a huge portion of you know, the notoriety and, and the, fan, the fanatic is going to be involved in that, where he just wants to watch it. It's nationally televised around the world. Um, that's obviously the main attraction. But when you start getting into these smaller leagues where it's there's still international leagues where it's the Europa League. It's you know, these secondary leagues that if you get get a line on the game, there's a lot of value and they go on every single day, and that doesn't stop. So yeah, the World Cup's coming June fourteenth, but leading up to it, there's plenty of action, plenty of opportunity if you're just willing to just stop carrying the shape of the ball and actually just want to do this as a business and make money.
0: John, you know, we we talk about the apps and the technology and, and the convenience aspect of it. And we know, you know, forever and a day that there you know many folks out there love their football, ready to rock and roll when September hits, and then you go through the college and NFL season and after the Super Bowl, I mean, they'll shut it down and wait for football to come back. But now, again, with the technology and the convenience aspect of it, the information that's out there, um, are you finding that people, uh, many of those people that would just say football and nothing but, have broadened their horizons to the point where they get involved uh, throughout the summer months? Because football is the hardest sport to beat. You know, it's
1: it's funny, the one that has the largest handle is the hardest sport to beat. We're, we take more of the in-game trading, the second-half approach with football to not be put in that, in that uh, category. And so, yeah, people, I think, are looking for a way to build. You know, unfortunately, I don't agree with playing baseball to build your bankroll for the upcoming football season. I believe in trying to be profitable in sports 365 days a year. And I don't really believe football has any more uh, precedence to, in terms of profits than any other sport, but I do believe you're going to get edges. For instance, one of my guys I deal with, he only does WNBA. He's pumped up for the WNBA season to start. Believe it or not, Um there's MLS soccer in addition to this Premier League soccer. We can get some crazy. Uh, you hate the word value. So when I think when I preach enough and I share enough, me and my do enough YouTube videos and people subscribe and they listen, you know, it wears them down to understanding that this is no different than the financial markets. And, you know, you can trade blue chips, you can trade anything, you can trade commodities. It's the same thing here. Each sport is its little mini exchange, if you
0: will. And you find that, Mike, with the conversations you have with the customers, uh, that their horizons have broadened? Well, I think with the
2: adventation of everybody being on, you know, having access to the Internet in their pocket, um, everybody having smartphones having access to websites, and having lines on everything gives them the grasp that they could be at work and they could still take advantage. It's not like the old days. They could take advantage of playing soccer before they wake up um, and then go into their day, and by the time the night session of baseball or NBA playoffs come about, they're already successful and made a profit on the day. So they're definitely more inclined to listen nowadays than before because, one, soccer is just much bigger – um, it feels like the, the notoriety is much stronger, and, and same thing goes with these other sports. So as the years go on, it seems like it's becoming more mainstream.
0: Well, I mean, the reality of it is, and uh, it, it's funny. I, I there's almost a correlation to it. The way you know players uh, in a bygone era, they used to show up at training camp to get in shape, and, and now you know the way the athlete treats uh, the calendar is, it's a year round thing. And I think I think the players realize uh this is now a year round enterprise.
1: Well, you know, j- just to, funny enough and you know, funny, I'm not gonna say the name of the player. Uh you guys can figure it out. Uh, my daughter told me his beard is longer than mine. Um but my daughter goes to school with a Raven with a Raven player's daughter. They're both in fourth grade and they were in recital last night. And again, I'm not gonna say his name on the air, but he uh we were joking about, you know, whose beard is longer, and I said, you know, you, you, are you liberating Are you drinking? You know, you get to have a few extra beers, or you get to, you know, have that extra slice of pizza, and he said, absolutely not. It's like the season's starting tomorrow. So yep. even though this guy's a signed Raven player, the guy was in tip-top shape, completely in game fashion, not letting himself go and it just it didn't it didn't matter that he's not going to really have to work for four months.
0: Oh no, I mean, I it's amazing with the uh the OTAs. They've got the they've got the voluntary off-season conditioning stuff, they've got the mandatory stuff, the OTAs and then training camp. I mean, these guys um, and, 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 you know, not only are they, you know, working on being in the weight room and being in shape, but they're actually working on, uh, you know, game planning, uh, not game planning per se, but execution and getting a running head start.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, go ahead. No, I mean, going into the season, I mean, you could do a lot of scouting going into the training camp. And with the draft right now, I wouldn't, I'm not as excited about the props in the draft. Um excited about seeing where these players fall because you can get early numbers on the totals. So, if you can get early numbers on the totals or the win-loss total for the season or who's going to win the division, you get a lot more value now in April and May rather than waiting till August where, you know, the players get into formation and you can see the starting lineups.
0: Well, and in, just in terms of how that's different uh, in terms of an approach, you know, the, the, the draft and I'm not saying it has a massive impact now, but in the past, the draft wouldn't have one iota uh, of an impact on the numbers or futures. Season win totals aren't out yet. It wouldn't have one iota of an impact. Uh, but with this stuff so front and center and the fact that in this era uh, with the salary caps and things of that nature, uh, the, the, you know, you you draft a, a quarterback or you, you get three first first and second round picks you got a lot of draft picks and these are impact players i mean the, these guys don't come in and learn the ropes anymore uh mike i mean they're coming in and you know take it down to the third round uh, you draft anybody in the third round they should be starting on your football team where and with some teams we'll see fifth rounders end up starting so the draft these guys are much more ready to play out of the gate and to be impactful to the point where, you know, maybe it could shade your opinion on a team and find value from a future perspective. But that wasn't the case in the past.
2: Right, and and what's going on nowadays, it's, it's so mainstream with how these players train, what their numbers are. They can pretty much, you know, detect a player based on his numbers, which I still think is no relevance on how he's going to play on the field. We see that year after year. But what's going on is, a lot of these players, the receivers to be specific with these skill positions, we know when they go into the draft the teams are going to get younger and they want that, that speed. Everybody wants speed. Everybody wants athleticism. So the, those receivers that are third and, third and fourth spots that are you know have five, six years in the, in the league, they're going to get cut and they're worried now because going into the draft, that's all going to change. So from a betting standpoint, though, again, getting an early number on a team right after the draft You'll get the best value if you think that that team is going to be much more improved, a lot younger. They picked up a couple key players that's going to form their team in 2018, 2019, which, again, you can get a lot of good value.
0: So what's the focus of attention in the next few weeks, boys? There's there's lots on the docket.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, look, one of the, you asked us about what has changed, and just to close off the show as we get to the end, um, What's changed is that you still have to break people, not really of the habit of what sports to wager on, but the concept of win-loss percentage not mattering. The fact that people call up and they still ask Mike the same question over and over again. What's your win-loss percentage? As if we're making every wager for the same recommendation, same unit value, same percentage risk, and we're not. And so, you know, the takeaway is to really try to educate people that it's going to be 50%. You know, you can have Boston, uh, you know, you can have two dogs today, and you can go one-on-one, and you're going to make money. And that's the issue. Horse racing is another example. People don't call up and say, what's your horse racing percentage? They understand inherently they're going to lose more races than they're going to win, but the payoff when they win is going to be better.
0: So, we invite you to check it out, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. As we get close to wrapping this up, Mike, what is it like? You want a free winner? I want a free uh, winner. Yeah, sure, knock yourself out. What do you got? Yes, sir. I told you to take the Rockies.
1: Yeah. Um, do you know what the second best team as an underdog is in baseball? I've got White a feeling. White means as a dog, not win-loss record.
0: I've got a feeling you're going to enlighten me as we speak. Seattle. Ah. Oh. Seattle
1: is 6-2 as an underdog. And then so you have a scenario where they are the most profitable at home. They are the most profitable as an underdog. Today they are at home. And today they are an underdog.
0: And you love your barking dogs in baseball, my friend. And I love getting that bottom of the ninth inning. That's for sure. So you know, <laughs> again, like I said, you
1: know, and as we speak right now, Detroit just, you know, it was one nothing uh, at the at the bottom at the um, in the second inning. Detroit just tied it up one one in the bottom of the third inning. You know, and let's understand this: that when you're looking at teams that are heavily favored, you don't really have a a good. Good sample size today, but um, Colorado was winning one nothing. I was just telling you, and now they're losing two one. So Colorado, when you had, if you could have got Pittsburgh in game live when they were down one nothing in the top of the third inning, probably at a plus price. And then now they just scored two runs, and they're up 2-1 in the bottom of the fourth. Now if you logged into your account to do doing in-game live trade, you'd have to lay 300. You see what I'm saying? So you've got to be on this stuff, like right? right on ice, and understand you can trade this stuff in real time, and especially that dimension of, especially when the favorite is down early, that's a good spot where maybe you grab Pittsburgh for value, because why lay 120 when you can get plus 200?
0: Well, And the big question I have is, Mike, what... Were the two weeks he was gone like, and what has his grand return been like in terms of life in the office well
2: it's 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 a whole new life i mean he's he's a reborn whatever uh, I don't know what he's reborn, but he's he's changed everything <laughs> he, he's really getting a grips of reality and hopefully he's going to shave the beard.
0: <laughs> did, have you ever have you ever made that plea before to him to to shave the thing? Well, I have. I have
1: a contest with one of the Ravens that I got to see if I can get my beard
0: longer than his. I good luck getting him to shave that thing. I I think I think you're enamored with that. That thing's going nowhere, right? Yeah, I mean, I did a drastic trim while I was away just because of the heat. Um, so you know, it, it is what it is. Look, the
1: reality is, even even if I shave today, you know what the problem is, Brian.
0: What's the problem?
1: I would have to shave tomorrow. <laughs> and the next day. And the next day. And the next day.
0: Right. And the next day. Right. Well, hey, you know, listen, the reality of it is, I mean, you can put a turkey leg in there. Like, So if you're hungry, you can just pull that out. I mean, it's, <laughs> nice, that, it's nice that you got that thing. It's, it's kind of like an extra yeah, pocket. You look, you
1: look, <laughs> I will say it's natural sunscreen. And uh, like I said, you know, certain parties enjoy the beer, so I'm not going to argue. But what I will say is this. This is the time of the year where you shouldn't use baseball as a bankroll builder for football. You should just accept the fact that baseball is literally one of the most profitable sports to wager on. And leave it at that. Call. Get, get the uh, program down. Access the total system. Access the dog system. And, uh, learn what we can offer after three decades of doing this. you know, got to remember, we stand the test of time, Brian. People come. People go. Three decades, 31 years I've
0: been doing this. All right. Speaking of time, we're plumb out of it. We'll talk next week, fellas. Have a great day. Sports Insider Radio. Check it out. SportsInsiderRadio.com, 800-209-1679.
2: and I and our entire family are very grateful for people's prayers and sympathies. It's a, you know, it's a, it's the end of a beautiful life. George W. Bush earlier today talked.